Very good defense. Lead pass. Whoa! Oh, oh, stop my. it! Stop it! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode on the Take It to Rim. Baby mums and baby dads, man. Well, <laughs> we're going a different direction now. It's time to, time to change. It's time to change. I've realised it's, it's time to change. <laughs> because um, why should baby mums and baby dads be excluded from ladies and gentlemen? They are ladies and gentlemen as well. Am I wrong? Nah, I prefer that one. We don't like that. Huh? Yeah, I want baby the baby mom's a baby, baby dad. And that just proves my point why I need to always be me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> baby moms and baby dads, cats and dogs, rats and hats, yeah. all of that, yeah? Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Take It to Rim podcast. With your host, myself, Rods, aka R467. I'ma keep it right there. I'ma keep it right there because that that's where it's time to because someone who I usually mention, that's that's my guy. That's my guy. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it right there. I know usually there's a whole example, but Relax. I'm gonna hold it right there in it. Yeah. Anyway, like I say with your host. Me, aka R four six seven. We've got Dills, aka D Low, Devin Book, Clay, Tom, Steph, Curry, Ben Simmons, ben Simmons. Zach Levine, bruv. There's, there's many. <laughs> Zach Levine, Kelly <laughs> Oubre. I said that's a new one. Kelly Oubre. Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and we also got Devin Levine. <laughs> We got Jules, aka Jules, aka the champ. I go always say the champ, champ. until we take the, the crown. Um, yeah, man. Huh? <laughs> until we take the crown, I'm gonna say champ. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm coming for a place of respect. I'm coming for a place of respect. Okay. You have to, you have to respect the the current champs right now. But you know, we're gonna change that. We're gonna change that. <laughs> okay, so today. Oh, we got a lot to speak about. Um, first thing we got to get into, man, is uh, a big one. The double standards. I'm sure we've spoken briefly about this before, but now this is just ridiculous. And Draymond Green, my guy, he went off. And, man, it's, it's, I was proud. And he was spitting nothing but facts because we all know what happened, obviously, of Drummond. Because now they're looking to trade him. They say, no, you're not playing. Made him change the street clothes, sit on the bench. That's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. Organisations can do this. And no one says nothing. Fans don't say anything. It's all fine. But the moment a player decides to change his destiny and change what he wants to do with his career, it's now a problem and now being ridiculed by fans, and now is and now he's he's a he's a locker room cancer and all this and yeah and everything Draymond Green was saying, man, it was peak man because he he went off, he went off. But what's you guys' um, take on that whole situation, and just with it that situation with Drummond and just the double standards in general? It's mad, like. 
Not even. Yeah, I'll start, I'll start this one, innit? Like, fam, Draymond, like you said, said nothing but facts. At the end of the day, like, I'm sick and tired of this in sport, especially in basketball, bro. Like, you've seen it many times. These organisations do what they think they can do, and because they're doing it, it's calm. Like, you've got instances of the Rosen when he signed a new deal and you managed to trade him to get Kawhi. All right, it worked as you won the chip. Isaiah Thomas, after what he was doing, playing the day after his sister died, bro. All these instances. And then as soon as it comes to the example when James, like even Andre Drummond, the way they're treating him now, like my man is, they've publicly said, you're going to trade him. Yet you've got him coming in wearing tracksuits on the bench. Why don't just let my man stay at home and do his thing? Why embarrass him and let him have to? And he's perfectly healthy. His numbers are mad. And let me drop another point before I let Dylan take over. Like, fam, as soon as it comes to the players doing it, so like a Harden, people start saying, oh, Harden, you're this. Harden, you're that. Oh, you're selfish. You're a cancer. You're overweight. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> but nobody has the same energy for these, for these thingy, like these, these men. Like, all the players are criticised for making their decisions. Even if it's LeBron deciding to go here, there. If it's KD... KD got criticised like mad for going to a winning team. And Harden gets criticised like mad for just wanting to... Like when players make decisions in the NBA and it's not what the general consensus wants, it goes mad. When the, when the teams do it, it's like, it's for the best, isn't it? What? But I'll let you land the rest of those, isn't it? Because Draymond, my guy, in it? Like... Do you know what it is? I think it's just easier to get onto a player than it is to get onto an organisation, innit? Like, for the fans-wise, it's so easy to stick it on a player and blame a player. But they don't know who to blame on the organisation side of things. So, like, like the Harden thing. The Rockets fans, they're going to go off on him, car. He wants to go and they know they need him to stay. But it's like with a Drummond thing, no one's going to get onto Cavs. No one's going to get onto Cavs. If it was the other way around stuff and come back on the court, everyone would be getting mad. But that's just the way, that's just the way it is. Like, it's, it's a organizations at the end of the day. They do what they want. Like they do what they want. They can do what they want. And no one says nothing. But who, Dills, I've got a question for you. But who feels it though? Who is the who who are the ones that are doing all the criticizing? Media and fans. Did you say criticizing? Yeah. Did you say who's doing the criticizing? The media and the fans. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's easy to it's easy to, to blame yeah. a player. And it's easy to stick it on a player and criticize a player. Like these, they, these people don't want to criticize a whole franchise. Because the franchise is going to be there forever. A player's going to move on. But you know what? Yeah, there's bare hate. Like, all right. So, for example, let's say, all right, cool. But this, the issue is mad because, like, 
So Harden wanted out, yeah. Everyone was good to him. Obviously, Rocket Science is good on to him. Media was good. And obviously, it always starts with the media because the media are going to put out there what they want you to see. On top of that, the organizations also have the media by their necks. So it's like, yo, do this because it's going to obviously take the shift and blame away from us. But it's like, it's crazy because when it comes to these things as well, these trades and such, like it's mad because obviously like obviously Julian said, yeah, with Isaiah Thomas, bro, his sister, man's sister passed away and he still played for the organisation. And you lot just trade, like it's, it's not even like, with most of these things as well, yeah, it's not even like there's a conversation, like, listen, it's not even like an easy sit down where, look, we're looking to make moves and make and make a, and move on to because obviously we feel like it's best for us. So we're just telling you because so there's no shocks or surprises, but this is what we feel we need to do. More time, the players gonna be like, obviously, maybe you might get upset, maybe not, but the thing is the fact that is uh, you know, you actually told him you sat him down and you guys have spoken and you made it aware, so he knows that he's on his way. I'm not saying that. Obviously, yeah, whether he decides to play hard or not, that's all him. But at the end of the day, no player's going to want to ruin their market like that. Obviously, once there's been a conversation, it's easier, but it never happens that way. Bro, DeRozan, loyal, loyal guy, signs a new deal. They even said to him, we are not going to trade you. Mm. And he gets traded, gone. It's a business at the end of the day, though. Yeah, but it's, literally, it's a business. That's what he said, he's a business, right? So in that business, you have... You shouldn't be loyal. Like, I, I, I get being loyal, but it's the same with every sport. Like, so your players big. don't have really a say. Unless you're, unless you're like a LeBron. Like, and I think it's probably the only player that can literally do... No one can tell him nothing because of his power. It's, it's, it's a business. You're an employee. Yeah, okay, but see, but the thing is, yeah, you're an employee. So, for example, Tesco. Tesco is going to make changes in the store. They are going to tell every single store, and all employees are going to know about the changes. It's not just you're going to walk in. No, and... but it's like the other day, yeah. The other day with the whole top man, top man got bought by ASOS or whatever, and like all them, I think it was top man, yeah, top man got bought by ASOS, and like all the top man employees basically found that they lost their job on Twitter or on social media. Like, they didn't get told. Like, it probably works out with bear companies. Like, they've got... They don't have... It's, this is how the world works, bro. Yeah, but it's mad. Like, the thing is... It's just mad in terms of... Because these... is is a mad sacrifice these guys are doing. And it's just one of the ones where... Like... You're... But imagine now... Okay, you found out that... What happened with Tottenham, you found out, yeah. But it's not like even that. Let's say you're you're on your way to work or you're at work and you find out and they're like, what, what, what are you doing here? That's a piss take. Why, 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 is, why are you letting my note? Like, you know what I mean? The thing, why is Drummond coming? What's the point of him being there? Being like, yeah, wasting my man's time. Like, he might as well just sit back and chill. And the way people are finding out, still getting paid. Look how still getting paid. Yeah, but look how Harrison Barnes, look how Harrison Barnes, in fact, he was in the middle of the game, then they pulled him out on the bench, yeah, being traded, can't play no more. Fam, that's a madness. Yeah, the, the market's it, 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 
Well, that's what I'm saying. During the All Star break interview, he was told players are finding out they're at the flipping. What, what I was hearing was it players have been at the gas station and someone someone's like, "Yo, you know you're going to thing, right?" But that's it's mad. That's <laughs> mad. Deep it is and- mad. It is. Don't get me wrong. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, you got to look at it like this is just another job. Like, and I don't like. I think it's been like this forever, and I don't think. I don't think you should be loyal to a franchise, isn't it? And I think it's only because of the fans that players are that loyal. They're not loyal to that. I don't think they're loyal to the actual team itself or the franchise itself. It's the like the city and the love they get from everyone. It's different from a normal drum, isn't it? Like you're not if you work for Tesco, you're not loyal to Tesco. You can happily go work for Sainsbury's and don't bother you. But if you're like playing for the Lakers, you're you're. You're there, innit? You're you're part of LA now. You can't, or you're part of like you're part of the Lakers. If you go and play for the Clippers, you're like half the city is against you now. Like you got love from so many people. That's why I think players are so loyal, and I don't think they should be because like like what happens? You just get traded in the instant, and they don't give a shit about you. So if that's the case, then fans shouldn't be moving mad when players decide to go or that like, when things happen. Because if someone gets traded, fans are like, all right, cool probably making a move what's best for the team. But then if a player says, oh, you know, I love you a lot. Yeah, but that's sport. Like, that's sport. Like, that is sport. Yeah, but you have to think about it. Like, it's like, like, if a player leaves, it's like you're Arsenal for the player leaves for Tottenham. Now, go on, Jules. No, what I was saying is, obviously, it's like, fam, you always got to take in, even if it's part of the sport, it can happen the way it happens. But, what I'm annoyed about is the fact that the way the media treat someone when they want to get traded and they publicly say they want to go, and then it's one thing like you're getting bashed, you're getting labeled these everything, bro, everything under the sun, and, and it's definitely the media fined as well. Yeah, you're getting fined, you're getting this, you're getting that, but drumming on the other other way, he's public. They publicly said we are trading you. We're openly trying to trade you. And instead of him, even they've said, stay at the back. Like Blake Griffin, they've said the same thing, Detroit. And they said, Blake, stay at yard, isn't it? Like, come and train in, but don't need to come to the games. Why is Drummond just sitting on the bench? What is he doing there? Uh, you're, you're literally just slapping man in the face. Every single... Like, it's just stupid. You're humiliating, man, bro. Again... You said deals, and it's correct. These men are very well paid. So, end of the day, like, I take it because I ain't earning the money John's earning. But at the same time, there's got to be a dignity around this. There's got to be a bit of, do you know what I mean? Like, bash everyone <laughs> or don't. Or people got to learn to understand that players move like the way Harden moves because, end of the day, the teams move the same. And that's what I think people have got to understand. As much as you can criticise Harden. End of the day, he believes he's gone to a better team in an easier conference that potentially has the chance to win rather than being stuck with Houston. Don't franchises do the same thing? Yeah, it's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, because just off that point as well, like, obviously, franchises are going to do what's best for the organisation. So now when a player does it as well, like, cool Rockets, for example, yes, they've rebuilt their whole doing a whole new thing in it. And it's like, Harden wasn't with it. So I'm like, okay, look, I don't like the direction you are going in because 
we're like we're taking a step back when we're already a, we re- we already was a step kind of closer. Now we're taking a step back to start again to go there. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not here for that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna decide to take my talents, you know, elsewhere because obviously it's best for my career. The same way if you lot was fed up of me and you said, look, we're going to get rid of you because it's best for the organisation, it's a two-way street. So if that's the case, bro, fans, bash the organisation as well for, for, for moving man too. And if you're going to bash the player, oh, we like, players are not going to leave because, you know what, I don't like this fans. End of the day, it's their career. I understand fans are going to get emotional in some way and everything in that. But at some point, you also got to relax, like, Gee, if he was working at that company and another company offered you more money and is more stable and more of a chance to be successful, well, you're gone. You're going. You know, so you know, comes run with the media, though, isn't it? Because the media's corrupt. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, not yeah, but it's always going to be like most. That, right? People just need to stop listening to the media because it's just trying to get views at the end of the day. It's trying to That's, get money. That's what I feel like Jamie's open. He's opened that a bit. Pardon? I think Draymond's done that. He's opened like people's eyes. A lot of us, obviously, we were podcasters. We talk, we're quite open and woke about certain aspects in it. But certain men that are just a casual fan, they've now he might have woken up a couple of people really thinking raw. Like I can understand why Durant left Oklahoma City Thunder to go to Golden State, and he got ridiculed by some people for it. He got labelled weak. Dylan's clearly said that many times the weakest move that anyone's ever made in history at NBA. But <laughs> end of the day, it was a move he made. Hundred percent, yeah, you did. In order to win, yeah. and it was best for him. But just because if OKC decided to trade him, you know what I mean, to wherever they wanted to trade him, when the power is not in his hands, then they would have said it's time to rebuild. Like when they <laughs> traded Westbrook, all of a sudden it was time to rebuild. You know what I mean? Westbrook was loyal his whole career. Like, when Durant cut, he could have cut straight away. So, fuck this shit. Yeah, on top of that, even with Westbrook as well, obviously, they tried to trade him to Raptors like that behind their backs. Mm. And obviously, that was John, but obviously, now they had to sit down with the agent like, you know what? You've been loyal to us. You've been a big part of our franchise. We're going to make sure you land at a spot which is best for the both of us. So... And obviously that's when he went from OKC to flipping um, Houston. Houston, yeah. So it was like, cool. But that's but, but with the Rose, they didn't do that. And on top of that, yeah, we also got to think about how it can affect them. Like with the Rose, that affected him mad thinking, rah, like Roy obviously he's affected him. On top of that, the mental issues that obviously kind of um, became more aggressive. And he was dealing with depression and everything. And we know how Kevin Love was speaking about depression as well openly as well. And how Jamie was mentioning about mental health. That could because for an organization to tell you this and tell you that, like you might as well have not said that. Because why are you going to tell you we're not going to trade you? And then you trade them there. Like my man, like the only reason why them man were really falling short was because of LeBron. And you can't get angry at that because everyone in the East has basically fallen short because of LeBron. He's gone to finals how many times? Yeah, you're moving like, oh, it's everyone's gone through the same thing. It keeps happening. And obviously to try it without him there, you know, obviously cool, whatever happened, happened to them, but don't say this and say that and then make promises 
and then flip and boof because then that's that's taking a mic and obviously the the effects it can have on their on the players or like you know not just always in terms of loyalty but you're going out there you're playing hard you're doing what you need to do you know your back organization everything as well um and then stuff happens like mentally it can affect players as well so it's just it's just i just think that if it comes to to all those things like Players always have to find out through, like at least if and when it can happen, have a like just say it in it because obviously after it happened with Ross, at least they did say it after and say yeah we're gonna do this and then they worked something out and they done it and that was a correct way because obviously now there was no obviously he anything was like okay cool they're going this direction we're sending him this direction I'm not saying everything's gonna be all flipping suns roses and flipping sweets and that but you know at some point you can at least make certain situations similar easier not everything's gonna be great and some still this is probably still gonna happen for however long but i think with some cases cool drummer hasn't been at Cavs for years and years and been loyal i hear that but at least don't make my man come in and do all that and then sit down that's that's taking a mic because you know what i mean so but yeah obviously these double standards are most likely going to stay for a while and Obviously, players are gonna start. It would never, it would never change, innit? It would never change. It's always like, there's always gonna be this fuckery in in. in it's like, cause like I said, it's not sport; it's business. Mm. Yeah, so that's why it's obviously when players decide. You know, obviously, players try to have try and have that mindset. Like, yeah, I'm playing boy, and everything is all, all good here. But in the days of business, I'm gonna play well and you know up my market and do what I need to do. But at any point, this trigger can pull and I can be gone. So. That's it why, is, it's so mad though, like the way that's why people play like, like the way he's your whole life is just up and moved, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you, like it, it's mad. It's it's mad. It affects your wife, your kids, everything. Every school. Like, I do think that. Like, don't get me wrong. To me, that like, I do think that in that situation, that like, like your kids are going to school here, blah blah blah. You should kind of. I don't know how it could happen, but you should kind of have a say in something like because like you, I've either got to move my whole family to this other country now. We could have been living here, not country, city. Sorry, it's basically no, it's another country. country that far. Away. What's a country though? From yeah, Toronto. No, Toronto, yeah, it's a different country. So yeah. it's like I've either got to leave them here because they're settled, or I got to bring everyone with me and unsettle everything. Transfer. So it's, like, it's bad, but I, but then I look at it again of. If I'm the franchise and I don't want you here and I want someone else, I'm go. You're going. So, in both, it's it's just mad. It's a business. Like, there's nothing it? really that can be done. If I don't want you, if I don't want you as an employee, I, you're gone. Mm. It's not like I'm. It's it's. And it's not like I'm sacking you. I'm tra- I'm trading you. You're still going to get your money. You're still got a job. You're just moving. So yeah, but that's like you, Bills, them coming to you, your work coming to you and saying, all right, we're swapping you with another person in your role and you're moving up to Manchester. You're moving up to Edinburgh tomorrow. You have to pack your things and go straight. Yeah, away. it's mad. If, you don't, <laughs> I'm saying, like, if, if, they pay, if obviously we was getting that paper and you can obviously... Yeah, if I'm getting that piece, then it's... And you can like, make it's a lot, and it's 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 a lot easier. easier. It's a lot easier, but but I think the main thing of this one is 
like I could just say, you know what? No, I'm gonna find another job next to my yard. You can't do that with basketball. You gotta move because there's one team in your city. Yeah. You gotta play there, and you can't choose where you want to go. You gotta go where they send you, where they change you. You have to go there. So it's yeah, it's mad. It's tricky, yeah. But yeah, obviously we'll see how things go. Uh, like I didn't say, this is probably going to stick around for the where we don't know how long for. But the more, the more like players are getting a lot more say now, though. So it yeah, will, yeah. It so will it's only, a lot. yeah, there's like, a big leap. Like yeah. So there's been a big leap and everything. But I do feel like as well that everything that Draymond said and certain certain things as well need to stop. They need to stop handing out fines like it's a flipping piece of paper. Something like that, yeah. man, as well. Jim wants well, And as well, uh, sorry, another thing is, mm-hmm. other men have got to say this because Jaymon's saying it, yeah. Like the media don't F with Jaymon as it is. If a LeBron comes out and that it's a LeBron, then the LeBron's back to him as well. LeBron's back to him. Yeah. They got, when they can't come in out and doing the same thing, then it will be a lot like things will take uh, be taken a lot more serious. Yeah. People, the, people will just. Say Jay was talking again and whatnot. When LeBron's and the KDs and these men come out with it, people will take a lot more notice. Yeah, it's true, man. But yeah, I, I don't want to see Draymond getting fined, man, because now it's like, bro, it's, it's basically taking away Mandan's freedom of speech. Like, right. I said my, I said my piece, and I said this, I'm getting fined for talking. Like, bro, what am I? I'm not, I'm not on a flipping leash here. Like, let man say what I can say. Obviously, yes, there's limits to things. Like, if you're going to, you know, be like, oh, yeah, this person at this organisation in this position, obviously don't do that. But, if, but to speak your mind, you should be fine to do. If you want media activity and everything, and that's part of the contract, it's also going to be part of the contract for me to say my mind, but obviously not to disband certain things. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. if a player, like when AD said, okay, he wanted to trade, why should have been fined 100K? Mm. For say what what because but if the organization came and said that same day they won't be getting the, the owner won't be getting fined hundred k so the, the in terms of that as well those things as well needs to needs to cut as well can't lie no more no more fines like that man otherwise mandem let's gather up and rush out him silver <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man um, next uh, about all right so. This one, <laughs> uh, the draft picks. So, hey. yeah, man, Dills, you, you um, no, Julian, Julian, go and introduce so, what, because uh, obviously I was confused a bit this morning, but now I'm uh, more clearer. A bit. <laughs> nah, all the way. <laughs> this topic was a controversial one because basically it was to pick the top, your top five draft picks. That were picks number one to three in the last decade, so between 2010 and 2020. But as a group, we discussed obviously it's very unfair to judge the man that came in 2020, the top three of Wiseman, Ball, and Anthony Edwards. So we just did it to 2019 up till Zion's year. So yeah, number one to three picks, the last decade, top five. Let's get it. Yeah, so obviously we understand that so like even plays in like 2019. Oh wait, we're doing one to three, not one to five. No, we do one to five. The one to three team was too hard. I, I the so, three so, too hard. So oh, top okay. five top five players 
in yeah. the, over the last decade that yeah, yeah. drafted one. And they have to be in your order, bro. Not even, don't just say five blase. It has to be in the order of who's number one. Yeah. Right. Obviously, like, yeah, 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 we'll go five, 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 then four, four, yeah. four. Yeah. But obviously, it's a bit, some may say, oh, but it's not fair because some people have been in the league only two, three years. Others have had a time span. But really and truly, even however you want to do it. Even the list, yeah, even the list that I put I put in the group chat before as well, that wow. list, not everyone has been there for like five years plus. You know, two players have been there for a year or two and they're still on par or close to some of the guys there. So it don't yeah. mean nothing. Yeah, like you know what I mean? So but yeah, uh number five. <laughs> so who's who's kicking it off? Because <laughs> let's go deal with Turner. Oh my oh, god, Evan Turner, you're flipping serious. He's gonna grab me out, bro. bro. My list is my list, bro. You're just being jarring. Was, even all the players that I put because he wasn't even, even the list of players that I put, he wasn't even there. Yeah, but I trust the process. Oh my days, oh <laughs> nah, you know what? My number five, where's my list? I really wanted to carry on with that, but you know, what? my list is, yeah, I got Luca number five. Luca, yeah, yeah. I think we like. How should we do this? Because I can't really discuss my Luca pick if you ain't like because you don't know. Yeah, so we will all say our number fives and then kind of say why, or you can say why you put Luca at number five though. But then it might be like I might be telling. I'm gonna have to tell you my number four and my number three in. No, in, but it's just like you've put him there top five because of I, I don't know. All right, I, he's top five. Simply because of how I, I think he'll be, he's gonna be one of the, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a goat in it. He's gonna be a little goat, but he's gonna be a little goat, a little European goat. Like, I think he's, do you know what? Listen, I'm gonna say my, I'm gonna have to. Um, Yeah. All right, so, so I'll, I'll run through my list quickly and I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, cool. So, five is Luca. Mm-hmm. Four is uh, one of the greatest points of all time, Ben Simmons. Fucking hell. Um, three is uh, one of the greatest centers of all time in Embiid. <laughs> Two is Colin Sexton's son, Kyrie. <laughs> And number one is the guy that won a COVID ship, AD. That is, do you know what, that is, bro, that's mad. Dylan's is but mad because, I'm not going to say, I won't say anything now, but Dylan's is, you'll see, I'm going to yeah, go after the deals because I swear to God, this is why, this is why. I'm allowing you to get deals. I'll go from the top. AD, I think it will probably be. I don't know. I'm guessing both of yours. The top pick. Like I just think he's kind of not miles ahead of the others, but I think he's quite a bit better than the others. He's got his chip now. His fake chip. Um, just offensively, offensively, defensively, he's just. I don't need to say much about AD in it. He has to be top. Um, Who's my second? Kyrie. 
this was he's definitely it's more because of how long he's like what he's done he's he won LeBron a chip yeah oh he won yeah. LeBron a chip <laughs> he won LeBron a chip um Whoa. he's been doing it for years he's Skill set's mad. He's a yeah, like it's Kyrie. For and like he's above the others, mainly because like my first two are the ones with chips in it. Mm-hmm. Like that's gone into my my list. Um Embiid, that speaks for itself. Best the best center ever. Uh, plays for the best team ever. And he will soon have a chip. Maybe at the end of this season, he will have a chip as well. Oh, would that uh, be a COVID chip? Or like, will it be counted? No, this will be counted. That's changed. That's changed. Even if there's a bubble, if there's a bubble, it's a COVID chip, right? I hope you know that. Is it, is it... No, no. This counts if we win. If there's a playoff bubble, it doesn't. Oh if there's a playoff bubble, it's a normal chip. If we win, if anyone else wins, it's a it's a it's a COVID chip. All right. But yeah, Embiid, like again, defensively, offensively, he's just a he's just a beast. Uh, he he ain't got his chip yet. It's coming. I trust the process. Um, I think it will come eventually. And yeah, he could have easily gone above Kyrie, you know, but. Like I said, Kyrie got the chip, and he's been doing it for years. Uh, maybe in, in if we do this again in a few years, he'll be above Kyrie after his probably have like a three chips in three years. <laughs> Simmons again plays for the best team in the ever, best point guard ever, best three point shot ever. Non-existent, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know what it is with Simmons, yeah? Simmons and Luca was a tough one, but I'm going off both ends of the floor. He can do both. Very, He can do, like, the defence is mad. The offence needs a bit of work, but the defence makes up for it. I don't want to talk for too long. And Luca, Luca's just... Like I said, I think he will probably be very near the top of this list in a few years. If he keeps it up, he's having a not a rocky season, but he, the Mavs ain't doing much this season. But yeah, I think Luca's the truth. Uh, Any quick I mean, shout outs, by the way? Yeah, shout out to Tatum. I want to shout out Tatum. He was very close behind Luca. Very close. I had him in there, but I had to swap Luca in for him. Uh, draw. I wanted to put him in, but he ain't he ain't been in the league long enough for me. And who was my other one? Bradley Bill as well. I wanted to put him in, but he didn't make the cut. Okay. Fair. That is fair. I'm just putting my on where he's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... All right, cool. Shall I start off the list first or shout out my honorary people? Nah, list first, man. Oh, all, right, all, right, all right, all right. Easy. Hold jigs, hold jigs. <laughs> <laughs> At number five, I have Jason Tatum. <laughs> now, 
he's been a boss since he stepped into the league. Even that year when Hayward and Kyrie was out, everyone cancelled them out. And he didn't even, like, he was really playing well. Then once they went, it's like everyone immediately forgot that he was a rookie. Everyone completely forgot. And he, and obviously at that point, yes, Jalen Brown was very good, but Tatum was just clear. Was He was just clear. And he was the number one. He was conference finals, bro. First, like, the guy was, as he was literally the anchor for the Celtics that season. And he even still played well next season as well. And even, like, just what he's done since he stepped in is just, is is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. And the guy's skill set, like, for me, literally over time soon, he's going to be literally one of the best players in the league. Like, because, like, just already, the way he improved, after his rookie season, just the way he's improved every year, even his footwork as well, the improvement, the Kobe-esque footwork is mad. It is mad. His skill set, and he can play defense as well. And he, he doesn't guard... He's not always guarding, no, he's guarding stronger, big guys. But, like, you would look at him and think, yeah, okay, he's a big, but he's like, I don't think he has the strength, but he actually does do a decent job guarding, you know, forwards and power forwards as well. Because sometimes he's guarding Giannis as well. Sometimes he's guarding big guys. And obviously he's not always, but he's switched. He's been switching on centers as well, and he's still been able to hold his own. So I think obviously defensively he'll just see the game better, so he'll be able to play better defense anyway. So, yeah, but I've got him at number five. Number four, I've got Luca. I believe by the time Luca's career is done, he's going to be the best European player, like to step in the league. He's gonna just what he's already doing from Ricky. Like he, he's he's ready. Not say he is caught up, but his foot he's put his foot in that sort of circle. Like yeah, I'm I'm going to be one of these best European players already and. Sorry to cut you, yeah. You see on that best European player, like mm-hmm. I what are you basing that on? Like, how does he so because obviously he's better than Parker, but what Parker, okay in terms of his skill set, he's better than he's better than a majority. He's probably the best. Yeah, no, I would even say skill set, your skill set, he's probably the best. And obviously, even just his playmaking, once it tweaks a bit, once he tweaks playmaking even better, uh I'm I don't know if he's gonna get to a Parker level, but he can get so close to there. Um and that's the only, only reason why it may be seen because Parker was more faster with it as well, whereas Lucas is more slow, drawing, yeah. drawing in and design. So it's kind of different angles. Um, obviously, it's gonna, the chip winning the ring is going to really push him, yeah. push him there. But I mean, even if he gets one or two, I think he can still go. Like, go. The guy, rookie season, he should have been an all-star, really and truly. <laughs> and MVP is coming very, very soon because he really, he could have been first season, yeah, tough. Season after that, obviously, he could have been, I'm not saying he was right there, but he was, he could have made a case for him. Um, and just like, bro, third season, people saying, yeah, he's already MVP, like he's going to be the MVP. Obviously, that's not it, but the guy's skill set and just what he brings to the game. And he does it in his own way, like, Everyone's saying, yeah, the guy's so slow. He's not going to last this NBA. Bruv, the guy's slow and still manipulates the whole game in his own way. Imagine if he was even just two times faster. It would be it would be so peak. It would actually honestly be so peak if he could actually play faster. 
But yeah, that's him at my number four. Uh, number three, mm-hmm. I got my yeah, because of just two pounds. Ah, I've got I've got my guy Joel Embiid. Uh, he's one of the most dominant players in this league. Oh, I don't know, Dylan Flew by him. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> Yeah, I got um, yes, yeah, so I got Joe Embiid at number three, one of the most dominant dominant players in the league. His skill set as well as a center, off the dribble, outside, mid range, post game, defensively, no doubts. Um, literally, he's he's a problem for every single. So I don't honestly, I don't see a center in this league who can contain him at all. I don't even know if there's a player you can really fully control. No. no. So, <laughs> no. The only, the, only, the only person who stops Embiid is himself. That's because no. of his health, his health issues. If his health wasn't an issue, things would be different. Especially in Brazil, because he, he's been hurt, obviously, there. But, yeah, his resume, all, all he really needs to do is just get there, man. That's He just needs to be healthy and get there. And he needs to win, man. And the thing is, he, 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 in my opinion, he like even the, this team that he's with now is the best team because everyone is such a good balance mm. for him to be. We're the best team, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying that this is his best team. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We're the best team. We're the best. No, team. I didn't say that. Team. I didn't say that. But yeah, this is the best team that he's been with because everyone. It's not like he has to do everything. He can do everything that he needs to do. But everyone's also a threat as well, so it allows him more freedom. And now he doesn't need. Ben Simmons to actually shoot because if Ben Simmons doesn't shoot, you still got Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and Embiid. There's still four players who can make a shot, you know, from inside to out. So, you know, I mean, advances, but yeah, Embiid, mad. Um, number two. Now I said, let me be real here. Yeah, let me be real. Let me be real. The only thing that really took this guy away from number one is because um, well, because obviously now they both have rings so that's what kept him just there Um, but number two I have Kyrie Irving he should should really be number one he shouldn't be number one but but then his defence defensive ability just kind of nudges him down as well a bit because obviously everything that he does offensively and what he has done holds a lot of weight and it masks a lot of things defensively ahead of everyone else. But he's not a defensive guard though, fam. That's the thing. Obviously, guard. I know he's not a defensive. He's not a defensive guard. Um. So I hear. I hear. I understand. But Kai, bro, one of the best finishers around the rim. In history, best handle ever in history. Big comment, Matt. That's a that's a best handle. No, no comment. Best, there's there's no comment. There's no comment because if we look at every other single ball handle, I know they all have their own flair and skill. But what is with Kyrie is everyone's kind of speciality in their handle, whether it's to get open for a shot, get get open for someone else, or a try. 
everyone, you know how everyone has that one special flair about their handle? Carrie has it all. He plays like a street ball. All exactly. the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he has it all and is ridiculous. On top of his finish, bro, the way this guy finished around the rim and even the way as a guard, as small as he is, the way he can post up even bigger and stronger players is ridiculous. What other 6-2 guard are you really seeing that's gonna, that can really post up like Kyrie is, is mad. Obviously, what he's done in terms of his championship as well, when he delivered that chip for the cap, that shot. Yeah, that shot was a mad thing. Big shot. That's going down in NBA history. Big shot. And his performance over that finals as well. Like, really and truly, even if just Kevin Love went down and Kyrie was there for that first year, I believe that Cavs would have won that series. Mm. Because that, because even just him having there, that's that little burst or boost that they needed. Because now you had Delavadova was causing Curry issues, but now imagine he was coming off the like he was holding that defensive, you know, assignment there whilst Curry was going off. Because nobody on that Warriors team could guard Curry, and they put Clay's. That's that's the best choice to do. And Clay was having issues. He's having problems. He's always had problems every time. So yeah, man, and me Curry number two. Number one, I'm gonna give it to the, the, uni, the unicorn, Anthony Davis. Um, I don't see, I don't see a weakness in his game besides him being weak sometimes <laughs> and brittle, like in terms of his body, and that's it. Um, this is mindset, man. He don't. Yeah, and just yeah, just just in terms of like sometimes I feel like he forgets how good he is. Yeah, he forgets how good he is, and he's still so good. And it's just like, because when he actually, when he's aggressive, I feel like sometimes he forgets to be as aggressive and good as he is because maybe his body's a bit brittle and he gets hurt. Then he's like, oh, let me kind of do more things to avoid so much, let's say contact or kind of that, that you know, body bruising um, moments in it. But um, yeah, he's just ridiculous, unbelievable skill set at his height as well. Defensive ability is crazy. Um, him winning that chip for me, <laughs> number one. Uh, that was the only thing. Because if he didn't win the chip, I would put Kyrie as number one. But him having that chip as well, because LA went from not being in the playoffs to doing that there for them, being the best team in the West as well. You know, and arguably people can say AD should have been defensive player of the year as well. Um, so, yeah, man, for me, AD has been number one. Um, best player in that list. Honorable mentions: um, Bradley Bill, number one. Uh, I think Bradley Bill's past two, three season has really shown the kind of player he is as well. He's a really good two-way guard, and offensively, he's taken a step up. Um, also putting Simmons in there. Simmons has Simmons has everything for a jump shot. Like literally, Simmons has everything for a jump shot. He can play make, he can attack the rim, he can get his teams involved as well. Defensively, he's one of the best players in the league defensively. If we're really keeping it a buck, honestly, if we're really keeping it a buck, he is, for me, he's the best defensive player in the league because not only can he... Not only... No, no, no. Not only... No, the thing is, yeah. Not, oh. uh, not carry on, carry on, carry on. Not only can Don't he, in terms though. of in terms of guarding like the guards, yeah, he is so efficient and good at that and fast. He's far at his height. He's far because he's literally the same height as AD. 
He's fast in AD to defend against guards. He's strong enough to defend against forwards. Yeah, he he can read the he's IQ on defense, or he can read the floor extremely well, which is why he's able to get so many steals. Like that's why him and Embiid on defense is a problem because you, you, what can you do? Even if you switch between them, it's still a it's still a problem. It's still a problem. I think it does it overall because yeah, we can say you know Embiid in terms of guarding centers, yeah, he's amazing. AD in terms of guarding centers, he's amazing. Yeah, he can hold his own against guards. But if you're really gonna pick one person to do everything and have the speed and to read the game and to have, like that's an ideal person. That's the thing. That's an ideal person. So I'm obviously on bench to him. Um, we'll show Zion as well because Zion mad efficient as well. Yeah. The guy's he, the guy's a beast, and this season he's been so efficient. Well, no one's no one can stop him at the rim. <laughs> Twenty five, bro. Cool. Bro, give give him a few like, just give, give him a bit of time, and he he might take it by storm. Like, yeah, man. The only thing he needs to really do is just his playmaking, like just seeing the floor a bit better. Um, but obviously he's he's more of a weapon, so you know he needs to do that. But yeah, man, that's that's. That's my list there, my mentions. Over to you, Jules. Oh, so to be fair, our lists are all quite similar, and it shows that there is a caliber of player that are kind of elite within the top three picks in the 2010s. I think my number five was easy for me, Anthony Bennett. Um no, nah. <laughs> I'll be serious. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hardest one because I still am. Um, I don't know what to pick, innit? Like, it's a three-way tie between Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons for me. That was the end like, me as well. This is number five. Be the reason be I did this is because Simmons would have been about... No, four. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> hasn't got a jump shot and he's averaging 12 points this season. I don't want to hear it from this guy. He's from his rookie season, his offense has declined. His defense has improved. His playmaking has improved. His offense has declined. And if I'm comparing it to the other two players, in it being Tatum, his decision making's improved. His offense has improved massively. And to me, he is someone that has improved overall as a player. Whilst Ben Simmons has improved in aspects, but not overall as a player. And Bradley oh, Bill, not overall. And Bradley Bill for me. He's just too injured, isn't it? Like, that's what's holding him back. Because Bradley Bill's an MVP caliber player playing in an awful team, but he's been injured so much that it's very hard to gauge that you can't judge him. You can technically, but for me, uh, it has to be Tatum. With Simmons, he's like he's a better, he's better at many things, but his offense isn't better. And if his offense was, if he was averaging 20, it would have been Simmons, hands down. He probably would have been four. If he was averaging 20, 21, like he was consistently doing his thing. But you know, I like him. Yeah, and was he still averaging like what, 13 points after that? Also, they lost. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, also, even though it's cottage as well, quickly, but obviously, when you look at Tatum and Bill, they don't have to do the playmaking because if someone's already taken that role, obviously, Simmons has to do that playmaking role. So it's going to obviously increase. No, but they can't do that role. Like, like, if, uh, as efficiently as a Simmons, no way. 
because yeah, they didn't have to shoot, of course. Game different players. Of course <laughs> they, they, didn't have to shoot. <laughs> they didn't have to shoot. Of course they can do it. <laughs> but if they have to shoot as well and create offense, then yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to kind to um Junior, I don't want to kind to more your time. Airball Simmons in that. Um number four was um Luca because he is a beast. Um like Rodney said. It's going to be close to see how good, if he can be as good as Dirk. But he's in, he's at a good place. He's got a good play, good couple of players next to him. They just need to work it out this season. It's not been as good as it was. But um, yeah, I expect him to become, yeah, as I said, I could, Luca could become one of the greatest that's ever played the game by the end of his career. Mm -hmm. If he just works on little aspects and keeps consistent injury free in it. And I think, even if Luca continues playing the way he's playing, he'll eventually not obviously not saying the way he's playing, his playmaking needs to improve, but over his career, he'll win a ship. Because to me, they, they should make enough moves and he should get good enough. Like they should have a good enough team to help Luca and Porzingis win a chip, in it. So yeah, I think he'll win a chip. Um, my number three was Embiid. Um there was a bit of a gap from Embiid to the others and my top two kind of had a little gap then there was Embiid was just by himself then there was the others so yeah Embiid flat out number three um, dominant he's a beast um, he's showing this season what I've always wanted to see a bit more from him when he just shows it in patches but um, yeah just want him to try and get this team to the NBA finals hopefully Philly because I don't want to see the next day and it'll be, make my year to let Rodney lose his bet. So, um, yeah. I don't want to do the next day. I don't want to do the next day. Wonder why. Pardon? I don't want to do the next day. Nobody wants to see the next day. Everyone's scared. But we move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Andrew Drummond to get traded to you. Oh, oh sorry about that. <laughs> He's going to get bought out, ain't he? Oh, sorry about that. Um, the list, Julian. was. Kyrie and AD with Kyrie being number two. Um, similar to what you said, AD would I mean, Kyrie would have been number one, but um, I feel like AD has been more consistent, highly consistent in his numbers, <coughs> just been dominant. And I feel like I said, AD is someone that could easily average 32 if he really wanted to every game with like 12 rebounds and like four blocks or three blocks a game. Like he's so dominant on both ends of the floor. Um, Kyrie is amazing. He plays for a terrible team. But yeah, he's been bullied by Colin Sexton. He's a player that I've, I loved watching at Cleveland. Um, obviously helps the goal um, win a chip. They won it together. But um, yeah, he's not going to win anything at the Nets. So... <laughs> 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 It's probably his best season ever right now, but okay. He's not going to win anything at the Nets because his team can't defend. You're signing even Shumper on a free, where it's off center. <laughs> we, you say this, defend, but we're second. We're doing something right. We're doing something. Obviously, yes. What's your record? Good. What's your record? Um, 18 12. 18 and 12. 18 12. Ooh. Yeah. Sixes are what? 19 10. So we're not far off. We're not far yeah, off. Yeah, you are. <laughs> this battle of the East is going to be funny because I expect you two to make the conference finals. At the There's East no battle. There's no battle. 
is it? It's just we 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 we're winning the chip. No, you're winning the the East billion East. four. Because what the only chip that Philly is winning is the one they they can have with their cheesesteak. Yeah, so let's just. You better get his own. You know, you know what? I'm waiting. Have your fun. (laughs) So yeah, that was my five Um, honorable mentions. Obviously, um, Bill and Simmons didn't make my cut, but there were other ones like John Wall. um, Obviously, he had. You had Zion, Jalen Brown, um, John Moran. There's quite a few, man. There's, there's some. There's been some really. It's weird when you look at it. You've had players like Andrew Wiggins who've not done much. You've had like even Turner's. You had Anthony Bennett's not, not even in the league. So some players just you know what I mean one to three doesn't always mean you will be the best in it. But mm-hmm. like, even Lakers, we had three in a row with like Ingram, Lonzo, and. Uh, Ingram Lonzo and my guy. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten the third one. But yeah, three in a row. And um it doesn't always work out, in it. So big up to AD to come into Lakers and winning us a chip. <laughs> End of story. Back to back, baby, going back to back. Ah, nice to believe in dreams. Um <laughs> all right, cool. Moving on. Uh been talking about this guy anyway. He's been number one in all of our lists. AD. Injury, obviously, people were a bit scared. Well, Lakers fans were a bit scared because obviously they thought, oh no, Achilles tendonitis, he's re injured it and everything and such, which was a bit scary. But obviously, showed it was just a calf strain, um, which is good. Uh, but what does this mean for Lakers? Because now they're going to have to go over what, a, a two, three week period, maybe even longer without AD. So, yeah. What... Sit him out, bro. Sit him out. Sit him out is what we should be doing. Don't let Donny play like the last 10 matches of the season, get his rhythm for the playoffs. I don't want to see him playing for us. I don't want no aggravation. I don't want no tenderitis, sunsmitis. I don't care about any. If AD's fit, we're going back to back. Only way we're not going back to back is if we get injured. We stay healthy, we're doing it. I believe this. We need AD to be fit. If AD's not fit, we're not going back to back. So. As a franchise, keep AD fit. Don't play him if you don't need to. Done. Okay, so you're saying what? So he shouldn't play until the last 10 games of the season? Yeah, like they should sit him out and really let him recover as much as he can because I believe the timeline they've given him, it can re-aggravate something. Like, I'm not saying similar to what happened with Durant and Clay, but with these injuries, especially when it's, they're not really playing for much. Like we're gonna make the playoffs. We've got you been good... hella scared over there, boy. No, oh Rodney or me. You man. About what? Rodney wants to wait for the last ten games for this kid to play, just that's in right. case. That's a bit long. Last, last, last twenty, yeah, or fifteen. Last twenty-ish, yeah, but ten. That's that's a bit much, boy. You might, look, you guys might slip to to ninth seed. <laughs> <laughs> we're not you we haven't lost 10 games this season bro. Relax. we're not you ouch <laughs> <laughs> but you have lost games without AD and that could you know what I mean that's, that's also hard. one game without AD without AD you've been 6-1 and one, bro so what are the next okay. about KD 
We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about <laughs> <what we're doing. laughs> Yeah, same as Julian said, to be honest. But I would just say, I just say as soon as you don't play him before he's fit. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Before he's fully fit, don't play him. But again, I'm all for the, if he wants to play, let him play at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess he'll know when like, he... I just think play, like, players are very weak nowadays, man, compared to what it was. But that's that's how it is. But yeah, just when he's fit, play him. Don't play him beforehand. You don't need to. It's not like... like worst case scenario, you're battling eighth seed because LeBron can't do it without AD. And then you have to throw him in. But yeah, just when he's fit, throw him in. And just 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 be careful. Just watch him, innit? See. It's a, like I think it's being blown out of proportion a bit because everybody knows they're not winning without him. So it's just another calf injury at the end of the day. I thought it was his Achilles. Was it not meant to be his Achilles at first? They thought it was. Yeah, they thought yeah. it was. That came out. Yeah. So now it's just it's just another average. It's a it's a calf injury, isn't it? It it should recover and play it shouldn't be I don't think it's too much of a big deal yeah just recover get your strength back as well um do a lot of things that are, you know that's yeah just just take your time man uh, uh, yeah so I say best thing for him to do there's no rush now it's not like the legs are going to drop hella games anyway um so and really and truly this is just going to LeBron's probably telling him, yeah, rest, because this is going to basically build his MVP case anyway <laughs> for him to be going, to be winning and putting up these numbers and such. And obviously, LeBron's a whole other athlete. He rests during games, um, so he he's still going to be good to go. Um, but I do think that because of how AD hurt himself a bit in the playoffs and they didn't really have that length of time to recover and then get back into it, it was just like a few days then before. So it's kind of like he's overplayed. Um, I just think he's a bit of a pussy. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not gonna say you can't. I'm not gonna say for you because Embiid has bit like he's. We're talking about AD right now. Yeah. <laughs> you have to stick it on your player. Oh, man, I'm out here on the bench and during playoffs. Either. And you don't want to talk about injuries, Mister KD. What one injury? Let's because KD really and truly besides this in the ring. They both lost out on rings because of because of injuries, big man. Fairs, fairs, fairs. I hear that, I hear that, I hear that. has been multiple though, but I hear that, I hear that. <laughs> Mandem man have been in the playoffs eating a burger and wondering why they lost the series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us alone. We're just trusting the process. Trust the process is what they say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on from that. Jazz's hot streak still continues. Um, they're playing amazing basketball, ball movement. They're more balanced offensively and defensively as well. Um, went on a hot streak, lost one game. Now they're back on another hot streak as well. Like the Utah Jazz. Like, kind of like off the hot streak thing. I just think they're very good. Yeah. I just don't think it's like a... Like is it? They're obviously on a, on a run in it, but it's not like like they they're just very good. Like they deserve to be winning these games. Like they're they're a very good team. Yeah, and, and there's a difference like with them from this season and last season. Yeah. They didn't have Bogdan. It was a kind of a new system. Just got Conley as well, kind of gelling. Now I think everyone's comfortable in their role now. 
Um, and obviously, I've got both of them back as well. So the ball's just moving better as well. We have more um, Clarkson is just really controlling that unit. Like he's loving his role, dropping 40 pieces and that as well. So I mean, everyone's everyone's so comfy in their role and and comfortable with the system and how everything's being played. It's just just gelling. Yeah, it's just gelling. Um, yeah, that's that's. That's that for that. What, Julian, you got anything to say about um, the Jazz? Yeah, I'm just trying to... F- well, I've got a lot to say, but I'm just trying to find... So I did ask the our followers on Instagram. You know, we asked them in our, our polls if the Jazz are the real deal, in it? And I'm trying to quickly get the results for that. But um, what I'm going to say on that is I think they're balling now, innit? Like, end of the day, they're playing really well. They've got a system that works. And... um. Yeah, I think that they've been coached well. Mitchell's playing well. He's not... The thing about Mitchell, he's having such a good season, but he's not in the MVP talks, which is a bit strange because his team is currently the best in the NBA. But, yeah, they're balling now. It's just with them, they've done this before, isn't it? So it's not like we ain't seen this story before. We mm. want to see it in the playoffs, isn't it? And I think that's more of what... It is that step for them just getting to... A conference finals for the for the Jazz with this team. That's true. That's true. Um, I do think though with Mitchell, obviously he's playing amazing, uh, but I think because the team in general is dominant, like everyone's being quite well. Like yes, Mitchell's doing his thing, and not talking, he's their best player. He's doing it. Also, you got Clarkson doing so much off the bench, and Bob Don doing so much, and really good Bears even stepping up as well. That it kind of shadows Mitchell a bit as an MVP candidate. Um, whereas we know that, for example, Embiid, like if Mitch Dodd doesn't play, I still kind of expect the Jazz to win yeah. everything. Whereas with like Jokic, Embiid, LeBron, you're taking them out of their teams, you're thinking, oh, like it is, they're so, even though like, for example, the Sixers are so wet, playing well this season altogether and everything, but you, but you can see that Embiid is still clear of everyone in that team. He's still there's still a distance between him and everyone else. So, yeah, I think that's probably why. Um, the Celtics, they're struggling at the moment. I think they dropped like what four or five games. Yeah. Uh, what What do you not think is going on over there, man? Because this is it's not looking good. I think they're plus 500 now, aren't they? I think they're 14 and 14 for what I saw. Which is mad, because they were... Yeah, they're plus 500. Yeah, plus 500 now. 14 and 14. That's mad, bro. Yeah, man. They've literally dropped to like... I'm sure they've dropped like four or five games, man. It's been... Yeah, they've dropped... Yeah, they've dropped a lot of games, man. I think they're better sad than they're showing. I think again, I if think you're gonna have blitz. these blitz, yeah, yeah, have it now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. True. Because okay. you don't want to be the Celtics and you have an embarrassing first round exit to like an eight, not an eight seed, but like a seven for six seed Raptors, or do you know what I mean? Like a random team that you just had a bad series and a really bad dip in form, isn't it? So. Have it now, but they've got to start winning because, yeah, that team shouldn't be a plus 500 team after, what, 28 games. It's basically nearly 30 games. Three, yeah, it's over a third of the season, isn't it? It's only 72-game season, so 
Yeah. Yeah. Though, I think the quarantine, obviously, with that stuff happening, has hit them like how he's having Tatum out for so long. Yeah, he was out for a minute. Yeah, and on top of that, he's been he was reporting saying that he's having breathing issues since coming back in it from um, quarantine. But obviously, you're not. You're banging out. You're in the season. You're getting your condition, your game shape condition, and you're off for two weeks, missing how many games? And it fucks with your breathing anyway. Yeah, exactly. So that obviously Tatum's not a hundred percent. Obviously, Jalen Brown's still doing his thing. Also, on top of that, yeah, like we obviously smart. You know him being the heart. That um, as well. Um, Kemba, I. Kemba's kind of been disappointing to me since he's been a so I don't know what's going on there. He's very iffy sometimes, you know, a lot of the times, uh, mainly because obviously he's in, he's just playing more of a point guard role, but, you know, he needs to kind of get it going. On top of that, I think their interior as well, they need to change that. Like Thompson, you know what I mean, is there, and, and Tyson, I think now they're just kind of, I think Tyson's run his course, and I know they're interested in trying to get Drummond, um, and if that was to happen, that wouldn't be a bad shout at all. That'll be big for them, man. That'll be very big for them because now you, you're going to have someone who's going to easy, bro. He can easily do 2020 easily. Um, mm. so, yeah, I think that's all that needs to happen with the Celtics. Um, but, uh, but also, what is it? Shout out Dame though at the Portland because they are sitting in what seat? I think they're about fourth, yeah, fifth. Without McCollum as well. Yeah, fourth seed right now. No McCollum, no Nurkic. Lillard has just, he's just rising. He's doing, he's showing everyone that Dame time is every time. <laughs> because this guy, Why is he not an MVP talks? He is now. He's actually a race. Like, well, I don't know if the media have said anything, but people are saying that now he's really, you know, kind of in terms of MVP talks in it. But these guys are all, when you deep as well, they're all, they're latecomers. They're coming, but they're latecomers in it. Whereas, the ones who've been there from the jump, they've still been yeah. they've dropped off. So they are in MVP talks, but they're latecomers fighting their case. That, that's the reason why I think that he's not obviously in the top talks, but he's obviously creeped up. But yeah, man, they're, they're playing extremely well. Um, and I'm surprised at that because usually, you know, usually around this time, especially when they lose players, they start to drop and lose their games. Especially with how big a player McCollum is to them. I thought they would drop off big time, but Dame's just filled his boots and just Mello the whole team, innit? Melo Mello killed us lot the other day in the last quarter. Yeah. That destroyed us. That the whole team stepping up. And they have they have to in it because you've lost your second best player. Um and they haven't folded, in it. They've just gone on and it's working and they just got to keep it up though yeah that's true um one guy as well who some people have i feel like some people forgot that he's that he was there um i don't think he ever left ever left but yeah steph curry my goodness the moving my the the guy is just he, he's mad Oh, I missed him, man. I'm actually like watching him. Like I say, and didn't remember this forever. But I actually love this guy, bro. Like Steph Curry is so lit. I missed him so much last year. He's such a lit player. Like he's just fun to watch. Some of the stuff he does. Did you man see? He's fun, bro. Just and it's a little celebrate. He's just lit. Everything he does is just lit. 
And you know what as well? I think why um Clay being out has kind of it hasn't put pressure on him, but it's he's got to score more now, kind of thing. He's more got to, more shots. Yeah, he's got more to do now. And I think he's just took that pressure and just ran with it and he just loves it. Yeah. But like he I don't think he went anywhere. Uh, he's always been there. It's just that just he wasn't playing. The team's a bit better now than it was. Well, a lot better now than it was last season. Yeah. Um. So he can. It's a lot easier to play when your team's better, obviously. Yeah. Um. Wiggins and Dubé. And yeah, like, for me, he never went nowhere. And it's like Curry's Curry. He's he's a bit. He's yeah. Curry's Curry for me. Yeah, he, he ain't been nowhere. But I haven't seen a, like any indication of you know how like some man said you come off an injury, are you decline? You've been out for this long. Like him and KD have rewritten the books, bro. Like they just come back from being big, like out of the whole season, bro. Injuries, and they're just playing the same level they were at before they were here, fam. Like mm-hmm. it's mad. And props to I'll bring KD into this, even though it's a step thing. But fam, these man, I, I, I rate their recovery, bro, because they've come back mad at a high level, bro. High level. Yeah, it's true, man. They've come back at a high level. Um, Dembe has obviously confirmed the uh, All-Star game details. Obviously, All-Star game is going to be on March 7th in Atlanta. No surprise there because Atlanta's not taking COVID seriously, so of course it would be there. Um, the dunk contest is going to be at halftime, apparently. Um, what? Yeah, it says dunk contest. Oh, dunk content. I don't know if they misspelled it or... I, I don't know any. I think there's done content at half time, not contests, but I, I don't know, man, what, what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm, it just makes me say, why is it content during half time? Like, why, wouldn't you want to limit <laughs> all that? Like, you just want it has it. Surely you can't have the dunk contest at half time. Ain't uh, it too long for that, bro? I think it's just dunk content, but I don't know who's going to be there's there. Some random dunks. That makes yeah. no sense because now, well, well anyway. The NBA, they know what they're doing, innit? They, oh, I'll leave them to it. Um, yeah, skills and three-point contests before the All-Star game here. We know that. That's good. Um, just before we go, player of the week moment or player of the week and team of the week? Moment. Do you know what? I sent it to you like this morning, innit? Jay, draw. Just destroying that, my man. Like, yeah, that, that, yeah, he's... What, as in that your moment of play of the week? Play moment of the week? Play, like... Play, like, yeah, my moment... My, this is my play of the week. Yeah. My moment of the week is um the best point guard in history, throwing up 42 points against the Jazz. Uh, showing you, man, that he can pull it on if he really wants to. Uh, yeah, that's my... That was my moment. That was my moment of the week. Go on, I'll let you not go. Moment of the week for me, Jordan Clarkson... Um, dropping four piece off the bench, man. He's he's been playing so well, consistently off that bench unit role. Um, honestly, for me, he's number one in six man of the year. Um, I don't know if anyone off the bench has outplayed him. Uh, moment, I play no play of the week. I've been, I like John Morant's dunk. What he done? Even Zion was like, ooh. It was, it was nasty. But then I'm also conflicted because 
when Curry, there was a play that he done where he split the double team and he stumbled, got it back, yeah. shot the free, and this was this was in clutch time as well. So it was the Curry play when he threw it backwards this week. Was that this week or last oh, week? Yeah. That was yeah. Oh, he, yeah. That layup in it when he threw it back. That, that was oh. That was dumb. So dumb. Ridiculous. Um. Well, my team of the week as well. I'm, I'm gonna go with this team, um, Utah Jazz, because they've just been so. They have to be man. Coming like yeah, I just it, it, it's hard not to put them there. So that's me for me. And just saying before you go, Jules, you see Simmons when he threw up the forty-two. If he can throw up, like you're saying, Jules, about the twenty points again. If he can just start throwing up half them numbers when Embiid is there, because Embiid didn't play, if he's throwing up half the numbers when Embiid's playing, they've got it boosts their chances of winning. Not saying winning a ring, but just ma- just making it there so much more. Hundred percent. Yeah. He needs to. He needs to do this. Now he's done it. Now he needs to do this more. I'm not saying throw up forty points a game, but you can throw up half of that easily if you like. Come on. Is he just? In my opinion, chooses not to because he is passive at times, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, too passive. Um, so my play of the week was I had to. There was like an RJ Hampton dunk. I don't know if you even saw it, but he proper extended and did some mad dunk two days ago, which was mad. Um, and my other, um. Yeah, my moment of the week, I had two. Um, one of them was Julius Randle, actually. Mm. Yeah, he, he's slightly been balling out this year. And I feel mm-hmm. a lot has kind of been, because New York are not really, and they're not even that bad. Like, they're only one game of plus 500. And they've actually <laughs> silently been okay this season, which doesn't make sense. And it's quite surprising that they've been okay. And he's been balling out. Um my upper moment was like Zach Levine. I don't know if you man saw it and Josh Jackson. He yeah. tried to get the ball. And Zach Levine was like, no, Zach Levine um did some really good defense on him. And then he tried to they called a foul on Josh Jackson. And they're going back and forth. And he tried to get the ball. And Zach Levine, like, get your bitch ass out of here. Fuck out of here. I ain't that guy. <laughs> and you can actually see him mouthing that. And then Josh Jackson walking away bare side. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, yeah, Zach Levine's really been in Chicago now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that was last night. That was funny. I'd be busting up. Uh, my team of the week would be Utah, but I'll give it to someone new because Utah probably had it for like the last three weeks. I'll give it to Portland because of what they've done in um, CJ's um, absence. And um, yeah, I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, from me. So, obviously, a few the upcoming games um, coming this week. Tonight or tomorrow, you men are playing? The Lakers, is it today? No, Friday. Oh, is it? No AD and no KD. So, this is a fair game. Uh, What, two or one? The morning, because I might even watch it. I'm gonna get on to whoever you lose, isn't it? I'm gonna get on to you. Turn your phone off. So we got Nets and Lakers. It doesn't matter because either way, he wins or loses. Yeah. Lakers Lakers in five. 
<laughs> it's just, and I stood by it last year and I was right all the way into the finals when I said, it, I reckon this might go to six. So it's Lakers in five until I say so. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a big game. Do you think you've got a chance? What's that? Do you think you've got a chance tonight? Yeah, of course. <laughs> 100%. I think you might. I think you might not gonna go for the for conceding one fifty tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we'll be all right, man. I think we'll be fine. Uh, do you think? Yeah. Do you actually think like players like they see? Yeah, we played the Nets tonight. It's like what career high, boys? Is this gonna be my career high? I don't think that is the case. Um, Obviously, for bigs, they're like, it's more like, okay, we've got to play through you because when John Jordan's out, because obviously there's less cram there, it's probably going to be the best thing to do. But I don't think teams deep that because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, all right, but we've also got three deadly, amazing scorers who can each just take turns and just slap us in the face every single possession. So, it's yeah, I've seen a few men have their career high points against you, fam. Already, <laughs> <laughs> you man, career high rebounds, career high assists, career high points. It's fine, it's fine. Celebrate the celebrate the only thing that that's, that's, that's good. You can have your career high and lose. It's fine. That's good. It's they win fine. though. They win, fam. <laughs> oh, they don't. Man. They don't, bro. You have to think about it as well this way. You're coming on, okay. First of all, nobody wants to guard KD. So that's already like everyone's trying to run away from that. Like, oh, hey, I would take my man out of the game. No, he, 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 when they played over, he didn't anyway. He didn't when they <laughs> He didn't. He just got a little rough. Even Kyrie was bothering, was bothering. <laughs> you can't worry about that guy, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But yeah, man. It's just, it's just long. But yeah, it's a few. That's a big game. Uh, to look out for that I'm waiting to see also Jazz and Clippers again on Friday that's going to be a it's going to be a big game um, yeah man uh, other than that I hope just I hope that the Heat can also pull it together because right now they're looking like a big fluke and it's very very you know disappointing to see like you're literally in the finals you, you're the only team who pushed the Lakers to more than more than five games and now you're struggling to make eight seed. Fair enough. Players have been out but something needs to change. I think June Butler needs to be more aggressive, man. He needs to be a bit more selfish now because Hero's not consistent. Duncan Robertson's not. It's just literally him, Bam, sometimes Kenneth Nunn. So yeah, they need to flip that. So I just wanted to mention that, Dev, because I know Luke's going to gonna be a bit <laughs> triggered by that. <laughs> but that's going to be good. Um, other than that, uh, anything to plug before we go? Plug, plug the process. Oh my gosh, trust the process. Trust Let's plug process. AD's legs, fam, so they can work for us to win the chip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, yeah, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Take It Through and Podcast. Um, Keep listening. Keep keep sharing out there. And wait, right now we're on what? How many Instagram followers are we on now? We're, 
When are we um when are we back in studio or back in um in the flesh? Um when you are yeah. well. It's, <laughs> <man. laughs> it's all on it's all on you right now, yeah, because we're, we're always good. It's you that's I'm, the problem. <laughs> I'm healthy. It's the, it's the guy that's a Philly fan with a Boston hoodie fan. It's you, bro. <laughs> I allow it, man. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get us uh, we need to start demanding it like guys let's get get this get the pod to 200 followers and get us out there man well we out here we jumping dropping dimes um yeah hit us up as well uh you know we're welcoming all guests we obviously got more guests as well coming on and yeah man enjoy the pods um Damn, I was gonna say trust the process, you know. I'm even mad. That's gonna trust be- the process, bro. Trust our process, not the sixes process. <laughs> <laughs> Follow all of us on socials. Obviously, all of our socials are in the Instagram bio, um, and they'll be in the description as well. And yeah, without further ado, we out. Peace. Peace. Over and out, baby. Out of here.